Welcome back to our third segment of Solid Steps Radio. If you are just joining us, uh, we are show for men by men, and we have Dr. Matthew Sleeth of BlessedEarth.org, and also the also the author of a book called Twenty Four Six, which we're going to hear a little bit about here in a second. But if you want to hear the entire show in its entirety, you can go to Facebook.com, SoundCloud.com, or iTunes and just type in Solid Steps Radio. You can also go to FurtherStoneMinistries.org. And so, yeah, Matthew, we, we've been talking about how God really worked in your life to start Blessed Earth, and that was, uh, d- just kind of wrap that up of, of what that ministry you stand for and what you guys do, what's the purpose of it? We, we stand for educating folks about what does the Bible say about being good stewards of the earth and and even being good stewards of our time. There's lots of ministries that tell you how to be good stewards of your money, uh, but very few that tell you about the whole planet or the thing that's most precious, really, your time. So we, 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 we work on those areas. That's, uh, and, and, and your wife, Nancy, wrote a book called Almost Amish, which is fantastic as well. But I want to talk with you today about 24-6, this whole principle of Sabbath. And how did you get um, interested in, in really moving in that direction of, of speaking and, and teaching and writing on the Sabbath? By well, the way, that, that's a great title, 24-6. Thank you. Thank you. Did, you. did you come up with that? I came up with that one. Golly. I, when, when, I, when I heard that, I go, oh, I wish I would have come up with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, the... <clears throat> It came, first of all, out of our experience. Uh, when, I, when I believed, but my wife did not, the one thing that she would meet me and join me on was a Sabbath day. And so because she'd grown up in the Jewish tradition, kind of slowing down for one day seemed normal to her. So on Sundays, we really would put it in park. And uh, eventually she ended up going to church with me and my son, that sort of thing. Eventually my daughter joined us. You know, it, it worked out great. Um, but, but, you know, and also when I read through the Bible, I read through it by myself, really. I didn't have anybody there to instruct me. So when I came up on the Ten Commandments, I remember doing that for the first time. And I said, wow, these are the Ten Commandments. <laughs> this is cool. And there was nothing by any of them that says, don't follow one of these. Okay, so since the Sabbath commandment is the longest commandment, I thought might be good advice, you know. So, <laughs> so we really started to take that seriously, um, and that 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 has just made all the difference to our family and everything. Mm-hmm. So my children wouldn't do homework on Sunday. We get the house all clean. It really helped organize the family, if you will. It did some of the heavy lifting of parenting because it was like we got to get ready for Sabbath. If you don't get it studied or done today. You're not going to have that tomorrow, you know, that time tomorrow. Um, so, uh, it, so it came out of our experience, too. When I talk to people about the Sabbath, it's something that I have done for well over a decade. No matter how busy our life has gotten, um, I stop one day out of seven. And, uh, and, and I realized that was such a blessing. It was a blessing to people's health. It's incredibly important to families. But now, now I, I, as a listener, I'm sure there's questions like, okay, that's boring. Uh, you, you, what do you just just sit in a chair all day and just uh, sing Kumbaya? Or what, you know, what, do you, what do you do all day? Well, sometimes we nap, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I get that question about it's boring, I, I have to kind of stop and remember where I was uh, to begin with. You know, we live in the most miraculous time 
if you complained about being alive today, let me give you a conversation about what it was like to have <laughs> just a bladder infection 300 years ago. <laughs> okay? <laughs> uh, we live in this incredible time. I can read any book that's ever been written. I Any painting that's ever been done, I can get a book and look at that or, or something. I can hear Mahalia Jackson sing, and she's been dead for a long time. You know, this is this is the first time in history that we can do uh, stuff like this. To say that it's boring when everything is front of you, in front of you, and we have this incredible wealth, and we can have people come and join us on the Sabbath, and we can we can we can get together. You know how many places in the world they kill you for getting together with other Christians? That we have a whole That's day we can do this that we can have people celebrate celebrate that we can nap god is not a corporate ceo he's not the pharaoh of egypt he's the inventor of the three-day weekend okay <laughs> <laughs> and and um, the sabbath is the only commandment that god specifically applies to god when we enter into a day of rest with the lord that kind of playing and praying with God. He's there. And uh, one of the things I do when I preach on this <clears throat> is I have everybody in church share their memories of Sunday growing up when they were little. I know what they're going to say. They go to church. Well, when you go to church, you you pray, you, you sing together, whatever day, day of the week people get together and sing. The, the Lord is the focus in the center, should be, if it's not in your church change um, <laughs> get another church yeah, yeah it, it's the lord is the center of everything and then the next the the next memory they have is meals with their family sometimes extended family grandparents cousins running around that sort of thing they remember taking naps they remember that that was the day dad was home they remember um that they, it wasn't about shopping and all that sort of thing then what I do is walk through the Ten Commandments real fast, and I say, all your memories are the Ten Commandments. God came first. You did the opposite of swearing about God. You went to church, and you sang about his glory together. Idols were put aside. You ate a meal with your family. No better way to honor mm. your family than to gather around the meal table with them. Um, uh, thou shall not kill. Okay, connect that dot for us, Dr. Sleeth. <laughs> Impossible to do while you're taking a nap. <laughs> uh, thou shall not commit adultery. And I, and I remind people to think about when they were little, how many of them got up from taking a nap and went to their parents' room and the door was locked. On Sunday afternoon. On Sunday afternoon. We call they, those meetings. No, they were they were not committing adultery is what they were doing. <laughs> they were celebrating life. Well, the Lord in his infinite wisdom set aside time because we need time. When you talk to people who've gotten divorced, when you, if they first are doing it, it's about, you know, they didn't they didn't squeeze the toothpaste from this end or something like that. Years later they'll say, We drifted apart. Mm -hmm. Sabbath is an anecdote to that. Mm -hmm. um, they weren't shopping constantly, so they weren't envying. In other words, when you keep that Sabbath and you walk out onto this bridge uh, where, where God is between heaven and earth, uh, this, this great stuff happens. And you got to ask yourself, who wants to do away with church, singing, prayer, family meals, 
um, husbands and wives having time together. Who wants to do away with all that? I'm asking you. Who do you think? Satan. Satan. Absolutely. Absolutely. Satan wants to blow the bridge between us and God. And one of the greatest bridges that God provides us is the Sabbath. There's only one person in Scripture who introduces himself to the Lord as busy. And he says, I've been going to and fro and up and down. Wow. It's Satan. Job and, 1. Yeah, and and Satan wants us to be like him. And God wants us to be like Christ. And Christ stopped. Um, now, the sa- Christ did the majority of his miracles on the Sabbath. Guess how many he did? <laughs> so I got seven, seven fingers up here. Yeah, <laughs> He did seven, the perfect number. And if you look at the character of those miracles, they're, very, they're pointing us to what the intent of the Sabbath is in the age of freedom that Christ has put us in. Um, it's not about following rules. It's not about walking two-thirds of a mile and then stopping or whatever. Right. Every one of Christ's miracles is a healing. He doesn't walk on water that day. He's not feeding 5,000. Every one of them is a healing. God intends to heal us in that day and to heal our families and to bring us together. Um, The Sabbath, by the way, was made on the seventh day of creation. It is woven into the fabric of the universe. You don't have to keep Sabbath to get into heaven. Sabbath keeping is not a condition of getting into heaven. It just happens to be the condition that heaven is in if you get there. (laughs) Okay? Yeah. And we're supposed to bring that here. Yes. And so it's just this lovely gift. Is is heaven boring? Well, some people think so. Mm. Yeah, they they have an idea that there's, you know, people on clouds with harps. It is the most exciting place and time in the universe is to be in front of the throne of God. And that's what Sabbath's about. It's uh, yeah. It's going to be this unbelievable experience. And and uh, you know, I I remember I heard years ago somebody uh, equated Sabbath with a snow day. And uh, a snow day in our home was like I, I mean, um, back, it was a snow day. Oh my goodness! You're off it school. was oh, no school. We yeah. we go sleep in. We have this huge breakfast. We, you know, we, we get, we go sledding that afternoon. Um, we get hot chocolate, you know, I mean, it is just this glorious day and that's, that's a Sabbath that we are to rest and, and focus. It was a day extra of, of just being with the Lord and enjoying him. So our, our ministry in that book is inviting people, not into a set of rules, not into a, you can't do this, but come on in to the presence of the Lord. And you don't have to bring your tools with you, okay? (laughs) I'll tell you what, we're going to take a break for our final segment coming up. We're going to unpack a little bit more about 24-6 and what it is. What's a Sabbath look like on a day-to-day life in this 24-7 world? How do we do 24-6 as we come back on Solid Steps Radio? Welcome back to our fourth and final, unfortunately, segment, because I could go on and on listening to our guest, Matthew Sleeth of blessedearth.org, and he's talking about what it means to have a Sabbath. And we want to thank our sponsors, Carol Rogers Carpet One and LNN Credit Union, who step up to the plate and sponsor the show and make it possible. We want to thank them, and if you all would please consider using those folks in regards to uh, their services. But we have been talking about what it means to have a Sabbath, 
and uh, in a 24-7 world, how do we do 24-6? So yeah, Matthew, I love, love that title, 24-6. And so, uh, by the way, wh- how, do the, how do our listeners get that book? They uh, Amazon has it. Christian bookstores have it. Uh, right, you know, uh, uh, secular bookstores uh, seem to have it. The one thing I would say is that for some reason you can't afford it. Uh, you can write to me. You can just Google my name, and it'll, it'll get you to our website. But uh, blessedearth.org. And uh, we've had uh, some people in prisons, you know, that that can't get it or churches that are, um, you know, real on the margins and everything. We're happy to send it out. Uh, But if you can buy it full price, go do it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thanks. I appreciate that, that heart behind, uh, you know, just giving those, giving it out to those who, who can't afford it. So fantastic. Okay. So 24-6, describe a Sabbath day in Matthew and Nancy Sleeth's life. Okay. I'm going to back up to where we had children. Okay. Because um, it's it gets so much easier once you don't have kids. <laughs> Chad's like going, amen, I've amen. got five boys, oh, nine wow. and under. <laughs> we, um, uh, Nancy and I were hanging a mirror yesterday, and I said, can we leave it? You know, this mirror might be up here the rest of our lives, and the kids will take it down when we're dead. Can I leave a note? We really loved you guys, but it was great when you moved out. <laughs> she said, don't do that. So... Um, <clears throat> So I'm going to do with children, and because I, I I have an unusual thing in that I fly all over the country constantly, and so I'm preaching on on Sundays a lot, and we have to shift it. And the people who are listening, who are uh, police, fire, nurses, um, pastors, you you may have to do it on Monday, uh, you know, every week or something. Yes. Uh, I don't think God's concerned about what day. He's He's concerned about your heart and just wants to spend the time with you. Um, so I'm going to back up, though, to when we had kids, and I, I wasn't flying all over the place like I am now. Um, it was really important to prepare for it. A lot of Sabbath is about preparing. Mm-hmm. And meeting the Lord is a lot about preparing yourself, preparing your heart. And in a way, it's you get the house clean. It's just like you want to get your own business clean before you come in front of the Lord, really. Um, But you you clean the house and everything. I said my kids had to get their the homework done. Now I want to. I'm going to brag on my kids here for a second. My kids went to an incredibly rigorous high school. They've had like. One president and 50 congressmen and senators graduate from this high school. There were at least a dozen embedded bodyguards in the school. Okay? Mm -hmm. So this is rigorous. My daughter got up at 435 every single morning. Um, You got the best of the best of the best, sir, you know, going to school here and everything. And um, they would, and my, my son graduated first, and my daughter got into college without graduating because she only missed two questions on her SATs and she disputes one. So, <laughs> Golly. so that's what they were up against. But they will tell you they had something nobody else had. They had one day a week where they didn't have to work. To rest. Yeah, to rest. So it really helped them organize and get that stuff done. And uh, and so they'd enter into that day with, wow, there's no homework. I don't have to make my bed. I just, you know, just... And so you just get up on that day, and we, we'd go to church, and God bless us with a great church where we were living. Um, if anybody in the world is listening from Union Baptist Church up in Vermont, God bless you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and, and so we'd have that time of being 
fed, you know, spiritually, and music was great and everything, and uh, and then we'd go home, and it'd be pretty, you know, light meal or whatever, and uh, we love to read. Um, I'm concerned about people reading, uh, raising children that don't know how to read. We are people of the word. Mm. You um, you are supposed to hear the word, but you're supposed to read it too. And so I think it's really important to encourage reading yes. in uh, in children. My children, when they became Christians, they just read through the Bible, just plowed through again and again. Mm. Uh, but, you know, you read other books for fun and that sort of thing. I always take a walk with my wife, sometimes individually with each child, kind of unpack what they were doing. Um, during the week, sometimes people would come over and visit. We never had big elaborate meals. We just, you know, had a relaxed time. We lived right by a river. Um, I believe God allows fishing on Sunday. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> and uh, I'm a hunter, so that we could we could. Now, now you know it's interesting because most states you can't hunt on Sunday. Uh, that's changing in some states, um, but. Uh, uh, but but I don't know the theology of that. Okay, I'll leave that between you and God, the game warden. All right. <laughs> uh, and and so and I think it was this time where I began to say, what am I putting into my mind? You know, you, you only need to watch Arnold kill so many people till you know how that movie's going to end. And I started living more on the Philippians four eight. You know, is this edifying? Does this build me up? Um, and uh, I, I love to learn. I started uh, doing these courses from the Great Courses uh, mm-hmm. uh, series. I've probably done a hundred of those. You know, so it's like adding a hundred college courses to your, uh, you know, your thinking and and that sort of thing. I began to really love art and uh, study that. And because I'm a Christian, I began to really get interested in in religious art and. Uh, there's any number of ways you can go. If people are like, "Can I garden?" Absolutely, you know. Um, you, uh, if, if for many people are sitting all week long. I mean, the most restful thing is to go for a run or, or go for a bike ride or, or whatever. This isn't mm-hmm. about what you can't do. This is about entering into this imaginative relationship with the Lord and His world. And kind of, we don't need more wonders. I mean, I've got a phone that'll do everything <laughs> on the planet. We need a greater sense of wonderment. Yes. And that's what, that's what Sabbath is about. One of the things that I have done <clears throat> that I found really helpful was I started every day just jotting down like one sentence of a miracle. If you start looking for a miracle every day, guess what you're going to find? You're going to find a miracle every day. Mm-hmm. And if on your Sabbath you look back at that, uh, it's going to begin to change how you see the world. And all of those things took me from being a cynical ER doctor who didn't believe in God and wanted to get divorced to a guy who can't wait to get home to his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Loves the Lord. I mean, I got asked on a radio show once, what do you want to hear when you get to heaven? And uh, <clears throat> I said, you're in. <laughs> you know, I don't need to hear anything else. Um, you know, to the excitement of that, and and so much of that has been the Sabbath, and I hope that's conveyed in twenty four six. This excitement of getting to know the Lord more, because a lot of time, and even even in my relationship with God, you know, you go through these periods where I I wish I saw more. Um, I'm kind of going through the motions. When you really 
it's like talking about ice cream when you finally get to taste the Ben and Cherry's Cherry Garcia. It's you know, fantastic. It's fantastic. And, and the more you Sabbath, the more often those moments come, in my experience. So I, I, this show is just flying by. But um, let's say our listener has rarely or if ever experienced a Sabbath. Give us a, a couple. Three, Meaning most people do. Was, yeah. Mo, yeah, most, most I, I would say most that. people, we violate the Sabbath. Um, yeah, I would say that um, if you if you can't, you know, look at 24 hours that that you can't be, you know, texting, emailing work, uh, shopping, all those things, set four hours aside. And uh, just just, you know, I believe gathering with other Christians is important in this. You know, I don't want to I don't want to tell you which church to go to or where. But if your churches work for you, maybe you ought to get more engaged and it'll be less work or something. <laughs> uh, I think that's important. But I think that a four hour time that's just set aside where you're going to meet the Lord and just say, you know, it's it's between the hours of one and five or something like that. And just ask the Lord to come into that time. Um, there's so many people who say, well, I haven't done this and I haven't done that. And it's kind of like, well, have you gotten down on your knees mm. and asked the Lord? That's always the last thing, everybody. <laughs> so if you're, you're a guy listening to this and you're struggling and you're just, you know, there's no boundaries between work and home and screen and get down on your knees and say, God, I want to open up a space here to encounter you in a joyful way. I want to be the leader of my family. I want to teach my children that the most important thing in the world isn't being a human doing, but it's being a human being Mm -hmm. defined as someone loved by the Lord. And I'm going to show you that that means more than anything. And you may not know how to do that, but get on your knees. Ask him. And ask for that. And you'd be surprised what will happen. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's good stuff. <laughs> well, speaking of get on your knees, how about we have Matthew take us out with with a prayer? Matthew, would you just quickly pray for our for our men? I'd be uh, I'd be so honored, um, dear Heavenly Father. I thank you for this um, this radio show, and I thank you for this technology that just in some ways mirrors that communication that we can have with you that just goes through the airwaves. Um, and and I, I want you to reach um, out to those people that are listening that may, may think it's impossible to set time aside, um, but inspire them uh, to be the kind of fathers who are not taskmasters, but they're like you, and they just want to spend a day with us and uh, with their children and their wives and other Christians. And uh, just put that on their hearts and, um, and just let them know the joy of, uh, of your, your son. And I pray all this in your son's name, the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ. Amen. Mm, amen. amen. Well, thanks for listening. And uh, if you want to hear more about BlessedEarth.org, I'm on their site right now. My phone getting ready to buy the book 24-6. And uh, also SabbathLiving.org are two sites you can hear Dr. Matthew Sleeth. And if you want to hear this show its entirety, go to SoundCloud.com, go to Facebook.com, iTunes, and just type in Solid Steps Radio. Thanks for listening to Solid Steps Radio.